my Facebook friends, we are nearing the end of this chapter on serving people, serving people, talking about having a servant's heart and using servant's hands. Almost lost my note. Now, in that note, we want to realize that most of us are selfish, myself included. So most of us don't have servant hearts by nature. We are selfish by nature. So that's important to know. So we're going to review the five steps to say developing the servant within you. And this wasn't meant to really be read, but just to show you that the five statements are there. We probably stopped it and actually picked those up. But I will also post those uh, on the website talking about developing the servant within you um, from the book, Developing the Leader Within You 2.0 by John Maxwell, the number one leadership and management expert in the world. So with that being said, Let's go dig into this chapter of developing the servant within you, the summary of the chapter before we go into the next chapter in which we start to begin to talk about vision. But this chapter is so critical that having a servant heart, because if I don't serve you and you don't feel served and you don't succeed, I don't succeed. So it's all about the serving, serving you in servanthood. What he said here was that most of us are selfish, me included, but we have we each have to work at developing a servant's heart. If you help with the process, if you need help with the process, you may want to try and you let me just start over. We each have to work at developing a servant's heart. If you need help with the process, you may want to try doing the things I mentioned in the chapter. And there were five things that were mentioned in the chapter. And I'll mention them briefly. I make a make a quick statement about them, but kind of make it short and sweet. It's just a kind of review. There's uh, five things for developing the servant heart. And then we talk a little bit about developing the hands of a servant, the servant's hands. And how do we do that? Okay, developing a servant's heart. Number one, uh, positional leadership. Don't rely on your position or title. I said that. Just because you have a title doesn't make you a leader. A leader doesn't need a title to lead. It's inherent that they, they, they cater to the needs of others. That's a true leader. And they want to make sure that they watch out for the others. They don't try and step on people. To try to build people up. Believe in, which goes to number two, believe in people and their potential. Everyone's got potential. I'm not the best at everything. You're not either. But there is something. And if we go with the attitude that everyone has something great in them, and we set out on a quest each time we meet someone to just get a glimpse or an insight into what that is, then we'll see people in a different manner and we'll maintain that servant type heart because we'll believe in people and their potential. And then see things through others' perspectives. You know, it's easy to, to judge 
when we don't understand the full story. They always talk about, you know, whenever there's something that negative happens, um, there's always two sides to every story. And when you hear one side only, you think, oh, man. And then when you hear the other side, it's like, oh, entirely different story when you hear all the facts and not just the selected facts of the person you're talking to. Then create an environment of encouragement. That's what this is. I'm here to encourage you, to give you that little nudge that, yes, you can make the next step because you don't want to be. I, I was having a conversation, uh, doing a brainstorm session with a lady earlier, and you don't want to have a situation where you're older. And as I said, the surveys that they took of people who were older in their 70s, and they asked them if they had a chance to do it over, no one said, oh, I would have played it safe. They said, I wish I had risked more. I wish I had risked more. Because if you risk more, you live more. Because what do I say? Life is not in the grandstands. It's a spectator sport. Life is in the arena. That's where the action is. And that's where you need to be. And create an environment of encouragement, you know, and and an environment where it's okay to fail as long as people are learning. We don't get it right all the time. But if we fail forward, learning and getting better each time, that's a lot closer to where we need to be. And then finally, measure your success by how much value you add to others. I'm not successful unless you're successful. So if I'm not adding value to you, if I'm not changing your life in a good way, then I'm not succeeding. I, I, hopefully the conversation I had brainstorming with that lady earlier um, was uplifting. I, th I think it was. I'd like to think it was. I asked her several times. She said it was, and she got some good ideas. But, um, yeah, I'll be curious to understand how it works out as she implements. But, um, yeah, but my success is all dependent upon your success. If you're not successful, I'm not successful. So that's why I'm here to encourage you find your passion. And then if you can't just jump into it, volunteer somewhere. Volunteer to even find what your passion is. I guarantee you, when you find that passion, uh, you'll feel less stressed when you do it. You'll be more excited. You'll live life more fully when you're in that activity that is in your passion, your giftedness, your love. Then they won't have to get you up to do it. You'll be up before the alarm goes off because you love it. It's something that you, that's a part of you. It's it's your nature. And someone else may think it's uh, boring. I remember a commercial one time um, it was showing a lady had these tech manuals and she was reading them before she went to sleep because she just loved that technical writing. And it just jazzed her up. Whereas, you know, most people bring it beside their bed just to have one manual. They will put them to sleep. Um, difference. 
we're different. We're all different. That's the beauty of life is we're not the same. We're unique, each and every one of us. And that makes all the difference. So I don't succeed until you succeed. And that's why I come on each night. Now, I've, I've uh, toned it down a little bit. I'm trying a few new things. Um, but I will be here two, three times a week. Uh, maybe not every night. Uh, just trying to, to find out what uh, what you want, what, what works for you. Okay, so that was developing the heart of a servant. Those five things. Don't rely on your position or title. Believe in people and their potential. See things through the perspective of others. Create an environment of encouragement. And then measure your success by how you add value to others. Then developing the hands of a servant simply is waking up every morning thinking about how you can help the members of your team succeed personally, professionally, developmentally, relationally, and so forth. Thinking of how you can help them in any way you can. That's the servant hands in action. Servant's heart is making sure you're putting people first. The servant's hands is putting them first in your mind and in your actions. That's my lesson tonight. I hope it was helpful to you. But it's something that doesn't come natural for Majorus, because by nature we're selfish. So since we are selfish by nature, it requires work in order to have the servant heart. But the joy that you get from helping others, as I've mentioned many times, is immeasurably, uh, immeasurably uh, uh, refreshing or uh, confidence building. If you want to build your confidence, help others. It'll be a tremendous boost to yours. That's it for tonight. Until tomorrow, have a good evening.